Welcome to the Catch the Fire Church podcast. We're so glad you're joining us, and we hope you're encouraged by this message. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing day with your family and your friends, and that your home is filled with love, peace, joy, and the presence of God. However you're celebrating this Christmas day, we are so glad that you've chosen to celebrate with us today. I am finishing out our sermon series, our Christmas Unto Us series, and the title of my message this morning is Prince of Peace. I was driving in the car with my kids the other day, and I was explaining to them Christmas and what the word means, literally, that it is Christ's birth, the birth of Christ, and why we celebrate this holiday. I even used that cheesy phrase, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. And in that moment, I... I even rolled my eyes at myself because I was like, I know this sounds so incredibly cheesy, but I don't know how how else to explain it to my kids that literally this is the truth, that Jesus is the reason for the season. And I explained to them that Christmas is not about presents. It's not even about meals or the lights or Santa. You know, all of those things are amazing and fun and they bring they bring joy to Christmas. But it's about the celebration of the chosen one. It's the celebration of Jesus and his birth. There's only ever been one Christmas and all the other days that have followed, they have been just anniversaries. The day that Jesus came, the day that he was born, the hope of the world entered this world. It's the day that for us changed everything, that changed humanity forever. You know, the chosen one, Christ alone, the one that, the prophets had waited for and foretold of the prophet Isaiah, the one who would come and walk this planet, Jesus, for 33 years, who wouldn't even start his ministry until the age of 30, who endured a brutal death on the cross and three days later rose again from the grave. This is the the genesis tonight. This is the beginning of the, the story of humanity being saved and being rescued. And we're celebrating the fact that the angels had to, they had to stop some men in a field and say, you don't even understand what happened. You don't know what's happening in this little town called Bethlehem. And today I want to take a moment as a church family to celebrate that this is a joyous day, a day to be, yes, reflective, a day to ponder our faith and our lives, but it's also a day to celebrate that Jesus was born. So let's look at some scripture together. We're going to read from Luke chapter 2, verse 8 through 20. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. For this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel in a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them and into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph 
and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. You know, there's something about when we see God moving in our life, when we see him moving in our midst, in our families, when we see him come and heal us, when we see him uh, bringing about blessing and favor that makes us want to praise him. And these shepherds, they go back to their homes, praising God. The hope for humanity has come. The one who ushers in peace has come. Think about Isaiah, the prophet who prophesies Jesus. He says in Isaiah 9, 6 through 7, he says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. Jesus, when he comes, he actually says, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives peace, but I give a greater peace. This is literally why his name is called the Prince of Peace. And I wanna talk to you today about the shift that happens when you have the Prince of Peace in your life that this Christmas you find peace. This Christmas you walk with peace. And there are three things that the Prince of Peace brings to us. The first one is peace with God. So why did the shepherds go back to their hometown praising God? Because they understood that peace had come. When they saw Jesus lying in a manger, they understood and saw the physical manifestation of the peace of God that this child will not usher in war, but peace, not division, not anger, not the anger of God, but rather the peace of God. The fact that you and I have been made right with God. You see, before Jesus, we were enemies of God. It didn't matter how hard we tried to be good. It didn't matter how hard we tried to earn grace. We couldn't be made right with God. The Bible says even our righteousness is filthy rags before the Lord. Our righteousness is nothing. But with Jesus, we have been made right with God. Amen. And I love this scripture. Look here. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, 19, that is in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Romans 5, verse 1, it says, therefore, Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through this baby, through this Messiah, through the chosen one, you and I have peace with God. And I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know if you think that God is angry with you or disappointed with you, or maybe you feel like God is judging you or condemning you. No, the Bible says, therefore, there is no condemnation through Christ Jesus. You have been made right with God and there is peace. You are with peace and it all starts there. Our view of God determines our view of life. If we're made right with God, I can do pretty much anything. I can have great relationships. 
with God, the perfect one who holds everything in his hands, the one who created the moon and the stars. And I'm right with him and he loves me and he knows my name. And I wanna encourage you today that you have been made right with God, that you carry the peace with God. Because of this baby boy, the angels, the angel armies come and they sing a song and they're crying out that peace is here. When Jesus came, he came with a message of peace. My peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. He literally is our peace today. And I wanna encourage you today, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're up against, know that you are not up against God. You're not at war with God. You're not at odds with him. God is pursuing you. He's pursuing me. He's in love with you. And through Jesus, you have been made right with him. So come on, right there at your house, wherever you are on Christmas day, I want you to say in your hearts, I have been made right with God. Amen. And God makes us first right with him. And then the second thing that the Prince of Peace brings us is he brings us the peace with others. You know, even right now on Christmas day, you might be at odds with other people. It seems like the holidays are kind of a time to sometimes bring drama about in families. Maybe it's just everyone getting together in a room, all these egos, all these personalities together, the turkeys getting burnt, the presents got opened too early, someone spoiled the presents, the dessert didn't come out perfectly, whatever it is, you're talking about politics, there's hurt feelings, you never know what can happen. But there's nothing worse than someone who gets made right with God, but is still not right with others. God said the first and the greatest commandment is to love me with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. See, God doesn't, he doesn't just leave us with a vertical peace. He makes us horizontal with peace. It's all about relationship. Relationship firstly with God and relationship with one another. It's not, he allows us to have peace with our families. He allows us to have peace in our relationships and in our world. God doesn't call us to be troublemakers or drama makers. He calls us to be peace makers. The Bible literally says to the best of your ability, live at peace with all people and be a bond maker, a peacemaker. And this means not stirring the pot. You know, every family member or every family has that kind of one person who likes to stir the pot. You know, usually it's that cousin or that uncle, you know, the uncle from Home Alone who's like, look at what you did, you little, and they're just stirring the pot. But what if you're known for being a peacemaker? What if you're known for stirring up peace in your families, in your relationships? And someone will look at you and say, how do you carry so much peace? How are you such a non-anxious person? You know, I think the disciples, they marveled at Jesus. The, the shepherds, they marveled at Jesus. He's lying there in a manger and he would start his ministry at 30 and he would walk through throngs of crowds. There would be people clamoring to find Jesus. There would be people just in the busy streets trying to, trying to stop him. He didn't even have time to eat sometimes. He was so in demand and he was so worshiped in some places and yet in other places so hated and driven out. But he carried peace in his heart wherever he went. He carried love in his heart wherever he went. And what is happening today is the fact that peace has come 
But when he comes in peace, when you say yes to him, he gives you everything that he is. See, when you say yes to Jesus, not only are you right with God, you are given a brand new spirit. One of the spirits that's in you is that you wanna make it right all relationships. You don't wanna have enemies or friction or baggage. No, God says you need to go and make this right. You need to go and ask for forgiveness. You need to go and walk in forgiveness. Maybe the greatest gift this year is not something from Target or Nordstrom or Amazon, but rather an apology or forgiveness. Maybe it's a text message or a phone call or reaching out to someone that you've been estranged with, having a phone call with your mom that you haven't talked to in a couple years, reaching out to your dad after an argument or a fight. Maybe it's reconciling and forgiving the people that you've been angry and bitter towards. It doesn't matter what you unwrap today. It's about unwrapping the gift of peace that's already been given to each and every one of us. So I'm at peace with God and I'm at peace with others. And the happiest people in the world are not those today who are getting a car in their driveway. It's not elaborate or extravagant gifts from loved ones. It's those that are right with others, that have friends and family and deep, meaningful relationships. See, what I love about Jesus and what this represents is I'm not just in a relationship with God because I have peace, but now I actually have intimacy with God. And God allows me as I receive his intimate love for my life that I can have people close to me. I can have people in my world that I love, that I serve and that I value. So I have peace with God, peace with others. And my last point today is I have peace with myself. You see, there's so many people that are angry with themselves who are disappointed. You know, how could I do that? Why did I do that? And often the easiest person for us to blame and hold bitterness towards is actually ourself. You know, maybe our lives were going amazingly at work. We got a promotion. We were having so much success in our jobs, but then our home life was falling apart. And maybe we got a divorce and we look back at that time and we blame ourselves for that. And we say, how could I let that happen? How could I do that? You know, today you're made right with God. You're made right with others and you're made right with yourself. Second Thessalonians 3, verse 16, it says, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. Peace at all times and in every way. This is showing us in this verse that it's not a limited peace. It's not a limited amount of peace that runs out. It's unlimited peace in all areas of your life. It's not reserved just for this part of my life and then this part is chaos. No, it's in all areas of my life and it shall be no more. No, God says, I have peace in every area of your life, peace with others, peace with myself, peace with God. And sometimes the, the hardest person for us to forgive is actually ourselves. And God is saying to us this morning, look, I've already forgiven you. I've already forgotten about it. I've already stopped thinking about it. As far as the East is from the West, so far have I removed your transgressions from you. And I will remember your sins no more because I've ushered in the perfect one. When I sent my son, I brought you the perfect one. By your own merit, 
you'll mess it up. In your own strength, you'll mess it up. You don't even stand a chance. But we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But we are chief sinners, but the grace of God, the love of Jesus has made us right. Right here, right here, and right here. So why don't you give yourself a gift this Christmas of forgiveness? Forgiveness to others who have sinned against you and forgiveness to yourself for the areas that were out of your control or maybe even in your control. You know, I love what this day represents. Going back to what I was saying earlier at the beginning of this message, you know, I'm trying to teach our kids. We're in the car and they're talking about presents and the Amazon toy catalog comes in and then the Target toy catalog and then the Walmart toy catalog and they're circling with their highlighter every every gift that they want. And it's all about this and the, the list is getting longer and longer. And I look back and I think about what my parents taught me and I realize that I'm becoming just like them in that. And I'm telling my kids that Jesus is the reason for the season. All of the the elf movies and the home alones and all of the holiday parties and the Christmas lights. It's all fun and amazing. And it's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, anyways, but it's bigger than all of that. (laughs) Jesus is the reason for the season. And God wanted it to be so clear. He showed some shepherds and he made a whole army of angels to come and burst out in singing and declare to the world, peace has come. The greatest news the world has ever heard of is here. Hope for humanity has been born in a manger. Go and see him with your own eyes. Go and find Mary and Joseph and this baby. Go and look and behold the splendor and the glory of God. You know, we can keep waiting for the glory of God to show up but he already came. He came in all of his splendor and his power and his might. And he came for you and he came for me on a rescue mission from heaven to say to us, you're my son, you're my daughter. I'm not willing for you to live tormented. I'm not willing for you to live with your head down. Oh Lord, you are the lifter of my head. You are the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Great I Am, El Shaddai. You are the bright and morning star. And I want us to understand this Christmas that we have been made right with God. I don't care where you've been or what you've done or what you've touched or what you've looked at or what you've participated in. No, I'm telling you today, the Bible says neither height nor depth nor power, nor principality, nor angel, nor demon can separate you from the love of Jesus Christ. This is the most unstoppable force in history of the world, the love of God. And he wants to overwhelm you and he wants to hold you and he wants to bring you peace. And the enemies come to torment and mess with you and derail you and cause you to live in addiction or pain or brokenness. But God says, I am greater and I give you peace. And as I fill you with so much peace, it will just overflow into your relationships. And you don't just have to live here or here or here. 
You get to have peace for yourself, peace for others, peace for God. And I don't know if you've ever heard this term, but there's a term called the starving baker. And the starving baker is someone who always is giving and giving out, but never receiving. And I wanna say that you will not be a starving baker. No, this Christmas together today, we are all feasting at the banqueting table. We have all been invited in to feast with God. You have a seat at the table of the Lord. God says, pull up a chair, come and feast on my peace. Come and feast on my hope. Come and feast on my love, on my joy, on my faithfulness. Have some mercy, have some compassion. Come right here and join me at this table. So right where you are at your house, I want you to just clap your hands and thank God and just say, I'm gonna taste and see that the Lord is good. And I promise you, it's gonna be better than any Christmas pudding or dessert you're ever gonna have. So wherever you're at, whatever you've gone through, there's been two forces that have been fighting for our lives. One that wants to harm us and one that wants to heal us. And God wants to heal us through his peace that we've got him here, here, and even peace with others. So let's pray together. Father, I wanna thank you today on Christmas day that we can be reminded that you love us so much that you sent your son to this earth. I thank you that your name literally says who you are, that you are the Prince of Peace. And in that peace, you have invited us into your presence. You've invited us to participate in that peace. That rather than being troublemakers, we get to be peacemakers. That we get to be made right with you. We get to stand before you blameless, spotless, holy, righteous in your sight because of your son, Jesus, because of the life he lived. I thank you that we get to love one another, that we get to have peace with one another. Lord, would you help us in our relationships where there has been, um, where there has been strife in our relationships and there has been disconnection. Lord, would you come and restore? Thank you that you are the reconciler of all things. And I ask that you would come and bring restoration where there is brokenness in relationships, Lord. Would you help us to walk in forgiveness with one another? Would you help us to keep our accounts short with one another? And remember that it's it's not about any of that, that we've all sinned and yet we've all been brought back into your presence and we've all been forgiven by you. And from that grace, we can then forgive one another. And I ask God too, that today we would, we would make right with ourselves as well. Lord, wherever we've been disappointed with ourselves or discouraged or hopeless, Lord, would you help make us right in our hearts with ourselves as well? Help us to walk in forgiveness, both with ourselves and with others. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you that you came today on Christmas, that you were born. We love you and we celebrate you today. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you so much. Have an amazing rest of your day celebrating as a family. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us. There are so many opportunities to grow, connect, and be encouraged. To learn more, visit ctfraleigh.com and follow us on social media. Thank you so much for being part of the family. We are so thankful for you.